Hey guys, welcome back to the Take Control Podcast. We are here with all of us. Yay! Uh, were we off last week? Mm, or the week no. before? No, I can't remember. we just messed up because we recorded last Tuesday. Okay, so, yeah. so we were here, so y'all ain't missing us too much. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, so what's been going on, guys? A lot. <laughs> A lot. <laughs> yeah. Same, same. Yeah. A lot. Taking it a day at a time. So. All you can do. Right. Um, so for the shout outs this week, um, well, it's not really a sh- shout out, it's really announcements, I should say. Um, April 27th is the I'm Just Saying um, event, and Brandy and I will be a part of the panel um, this time around. So um, I have the link in my bio right now. I might have to take it out for the show, but I'll put it back. Um, but if you want to get tickets, just let me know and I'll send you the link. Um, your ticket purchase comes with food and drinks. Ooh, nice. Um, and then the Tribute 614, which is Daryl's event, is March 30th. Did y'all have any shout outs? Mm, I do not. Mm-mm. Okay. You, you know what? I take that back. Yeah. Shout out to Ashante. Um, my first lady. Y'all met Ashante. <clears throat> Y'all know Ashante. She's on the show. Yes. Um, I just love her. That's all. I um, hope she don't watch my stories. Because <laughs> after Friday, I w- woke up like delete, 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 delete. <laughs> your story is like your story from Friday is like a big thing. Like everybody has been talking about your story. What was on there? I haven't been able. Girl. I was traveling and <laughs> strippers. Oh, <laughs> strippers and liquor. <laughs> oh, sounds like a good time. <laughs> Apparently, I had a good time, and I don't remember half the night. So you have to start using that that hide your story from certain people. Mm. I know, I wasn't thinking. Damn. But yeah, <laughs> shout out to her. I love her a lot. <laughs> She's definitely dope. Super I'm still dope. a golly woman, y'all. Damn, I just like to have some fun from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no one judging you. I don't want to Columbus shit. Damn. Anyways, there's nothing wrong with that. I know. <laughs> um, You can follow us on Twitter at Take Control Pod. Our Instagram is Take Control Podcast. Our Facebook group is Take Control Podcast, and you can email us at takecontrolpodcast at gmail.com. Our self-care tip. Okay, so I found this tip, and it was kind of helpful for me. So it says, share your self-care tips with the men in your life, helping them to be their healthiest and well-cared-for selves will keep women from having to, quote-unquote, fix them. Um. I thought that was good because I know I always share my self-care tips with my friends and mm-hmm. my parents, like, well, my mom, you know what I mean? I never think to tell my dad or tell any of my male friends or whatever the case may be. So it was kind of like a check for me, like, oh, okay, girl, you should do that because mm-hmm. y'all don't just need it. They need it too. And yes, like, you, like it says, you won't have to fix them, you know what I mean? So I just thought that was a good one to share. That is good. I like that. <clears throat> so for I said what I said, um, it's a little different this week. I'm not saying anything rude or offensive. Uh, <laughs> I'll be this, the judge of that. <laughs> <laughs> this one was a little personal. Um, I don't remember when I made this tweet, but it says, I've been learning to appreciate where I am in this moment. I'm accepting that this just may not be my season and it's okay. Hmm. 
Um, it was interesting because today I randomly listened to this podcast, um, the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast, and the title of the show was, um, it was something like what to do when your prayers aren't answered or something along those lines. Um, and it was interesting because she was talking about how like when the new year starts, you know, everybody thinks that everything is washed away and you get a fresh start and you know, you're expecting God to answer all of those prayers and the promises that he said he was going to keep, and it doesn't happen, then you're disappointed. And she was just saying how, you know, some of us, like, God's not finished with us, so you have to take those goals and things from last year and bring them into the new year. And um, I don't know, it just relates to my life because I've been going through some stuff where I'm just kind of like, when is this going to be over? Mm -hmm. I feel like I've been going through this since 2017. Mm -hmm. I thought this year was going to be better. It's not. And it's just, it's too much for me. But um, it was, it gave me a different insight. Like, and it just made me realize that you have to appreciate where you are and appreciate what he has done. And you can't really focus on what's not going right. You know, it may not be on your time, but it's going to come at the right time and that's all that matters so just keeping your faith and trusting God like it really pays to be faithful to him because he's always going to make things work no matter what so it's very yes. true amen very very true it's so true I like it um so with the take control seven ways to take control when entering a new relationship um this comes from XO Nicole article um seven promises to keep to yourself before entering a new relationship. So here's the hot seven. Um, heal from your past before opening up again and getting serious. Um, be clear about what you want and don't settle for less. Um, require chivalry, respect, and formal dating from the beginning. Um, do not use sex to manipulate, speed things up, or only because he wants to. Um, ask the things you want to know, no matter how awkward it might feel or sound. Do not ignore red flags and make sure that loving you is a higher priority to him than finding someone to love. Hot damn. It was a good read. <laughs> <laughs> that like mind blown. Yes. I feel like just to like expand on a few things like that. I'm like, you know. Be clear about what you want. I think sometimes, like, I just be like, eh, mm. I don't want to say it. Too right. shy, too mm. timid. Well, if they want the same thing, am I overthinking it? Um, and not settling for less just because you, like, feel like they're your soulmate or you right. like they the one, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. you still require some things. And then um, I guess that kind of goes into asking the things you want to know, too. Like, I'm so timid. Like, I never want to, like, overstep my boundaries or I never want to feel like I care more than I do like you know like it's just yeah, that weird that space too. like I don't want to ask because then it look like I care even though I do right. care I gotta act like I don't care like it's just that weird dance that you do or that I do or Darielle says she do too so <laughs> that's really I, that 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 was really dope and making the motherfuckers respect you from the start yes, mm. yes. period right. yep Period. I don't care if you met me at the club, pissy drunk, throwing <laughs> ones at strippers. I need my R E S P E C T. Period. Yeah. <laughs> to freedom. <laughs> I literally, my voice is like, 
period. Like, you know, I was like, <laughs> I felt the the Nikki. Don't let me be a fair sound like Nikki, y'all. <laughs> period. Don't. Y'all better not. So, uh, yeah. This was funny. really good. It yeah. was. This mm-hmm. was really good. There was another article I think I seen on there, but I didn't get a chance to read it. It was like, are you really in love or are you in need? It was something like that. that. And I meant to click on it. So I'm going to go back and read it and maybe we can talk about it I haven't week. been keeping up with it and it's a lot of good shit on there to read. Yeah. Like a lot. Mm-hmm. You can get lost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. All right. So R. Kelly again, guys. <laughs> I don't know who keep who? bailing him the fuck out, but can they pay my bills? Bruh. Oh, no. All the <laughs> people. <laughs> Like what? I mean, good point. Good point. Good, good fucking point. I'm like, I mean, I wouldn't know how to either. But when you are Kelly, you just pay someone to talk to other people for you. I don't know who keeps on bailing him out. Hopefully it's not the daycare owner that bailed him out last time who called herself a friend even though they met once on a cruise like back in 1999 or some. Are you wild- serious? Yes. Oh, I thought they said it was like six months ago when they was on this cruise. Mm, no, no, no. They went. Lying. They went to a cruise like a while <laughs> oh, back, years back. Damn. That's what they. That's what it seemed like. Yeah. I mean, I don't think. I don't think he been on no cruises in the last few months either. So <laughs> I, mean, I think he been banned from doing a lot of shit lately. Right. But wow. but yeah, I don't know who keeps bailing him out. But so when you, this is a, I guess a dumb question for me. So when the person finally pays, so that is him paying his back child support, right? Mm-hmm. Right. That's mm-hmm. so then. Oh yeah, Andrea somewhere. That's the wife's name, Miss yeah. Ke- Mrs. Kelly. Yeah, she's somewhere probably like ah. Eh. She, she got a check. She yeah. just Finally. got a check. Yeah. So I mean, shout out to that. The kids you is grown though. Yeah, you can't is- get that money back. Like I think whoever bailed him out the first time can probably get yeah, that money back because he has if to he come to court. court. But this one you don't get back mm-hmm. because it has to go to right child Mother. support. Yep. Because he would have sat in. Yeah, he would have sat in jail until he was able to pay. The child support. What if the plot twist is that it was Mrs. Kelly that gave him? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <Lord. sighs> She's a little weird. She's questionable. So, I mean, I she's very questionable, though. but My I'm not judging is, people. I'm trying not to. He's talking about how he's trying to have a relationship with his kids. But when the documentary came out, his daughter made a whole post about it. Like, I ain't see him in. Yeah. Like, he doesn't talk to us. He don't have nothing to do with us. Mm-hmm. That whole interview, I didn't watch it all, but the clips I seen was just... I don't think I would want to have a relationship with him. Mm-mm. No. No. He's weird. Uh, to say know. the least. He'd yeah. be the type to mess with his own kid, and I ain't And maybe him. that's why he distances I don't know. Let me not get to speculating, but yeah. <laughs> the I don't know how the hog type people was just stuck in my head. Like, like why was that not the first thing released day one? We had to oh, wait like to like day three for that. That was what? like some some epic like I didn't watch it all. I don't know where to find it all. I just keep on finding little clips. Like you might is... have to go because it was Good Morning America. Was it Good Morning America? You it's not to... on YouTube. I look. I... You might have to go to the website, or you might be able to find it on on demand. Maybe, Maybe. someone sent me the the link. I don't Somebody know how to made him a people. meme. Like, oh my god, Bruh. <sighs> I just I don't know. I felt really bad because you know how we banned R. Kelly. And I was at work, and some Michael Jackson songs was playing, and I was just singing like it was good. <laughs> but at, at the same time, I'm not deeply invested in that because I haven't. I watched like ten minutes of it. And I, I watched know. it, the Did first you? one. How do you feel? Uh, I don't know. It's so hard to say because 
it wasn't with the same conviction and emotion, which, of course, I can't expect it to be. Everyone doesn't process or deal with things the same as the R. Kelly documentary. It was just kind of like, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. it, I, I went and he asked me to spread my butt cheek. Like, you know, it was just like in that monotone voice. Like, you know, yeah. like it was not a lot of emotion, but not everyone's emotional like me. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> right. But um, I had to do my research. There was people that were already debunking the whole entire thing. Yeah. So it's like. I just I I, I don't, don't want to watch it. I just don't want to. I don't think I am. I just can't. I just don't want to go through it again. I was just literally on edge with the Art Kelly thing, and mm-hmm. I just don't want to watch it. Um, I did see today where the woman that accused Tupac of rape back in like the early '90s when he went to jail before he signed with Death Row, she then came out and went in detail about what happened, and um, I think she spoke with Vlad mm-hmm. and went into detail about what happened with that. Which, that's my thing. Like, what's the point? You're not coming for Tupac, ma'am. Sorry. You know what I mean? Like, what <laughs> is the point? I they're gone. Know. I just feel like they're gone. It's just, I don't. But I guess telling the story, I brings guess. Brings awareness. Brings and... a, if, if these people are telling the truth, it brings awareness. Like we said, we can't. Yeah. It's not up to us to say when someone tells their story. But then on the flip side, it's like the opportunity, I guess, that comes with it. Possible book deals, ways for them to generate income. Um, right. You know so, I mean? mean, I get so I guess it's like self survival at this point. But it's so because in my mind, I'm thinking who could lie about something like this? But right. so many people, people have lied yeah. about stuff yeah. like this. So it's like I'm. And that's what I've been like on the fence. I was like, well, who would, who could, I could not even come up with the lies to even remember. Somebody from even... here just lied about being abducted and getting away. Like, I don't know who the girl was, but it was on Twitter. She made a whole fucking thread. And they found out that she lied? Yes. So see, like, what? Wow. That's wild. What is, like, you're, that's a narcissist. Yeah, trait. like you're like, a pathological, narcissistic, polysociopath, poly all of those. Like you know, wrapped in one. Like what is? <laughs> what's the point? I don't get it. Attention, <sighs> attention. That's that's what it is. And ruining someone else's life potentially, possibly, or. But the story was just so believable. I was so sad. See, that's for what I'm girl. saying. I was so sad for her. And I'm like, this bitch. I'm like, about to. I feel like we need to just have lie detector test test. Lie detector test <laughs> readily available <laughs> for everybody. Yeah, it's, it's getting out of hand. Or like, God need to call the main line and tell us who doing what. Like. God about to wipe the whole world out in a minute because he's fed up with our shit. Like, uh, Lord. Anyway. <laughs> All right, so why do men automatically think that, oh, why do they think the worst when a woman says we need to talk? Or does that go both ways? Because sometimes when people be like, we need to talk, my heart be beating fast. Be beating fast. Like, yeah. Oh, my God. What did I do? <laughs> yeah. I mean, when my homegirls say, I feel like when they say, like, we need to talk, I don't think, like, what did I do? I'm like, girl, what did you do? Right. Yeah. You know, like, I know something, <laughs> something has gotten crazy, done. Yeah. And if a guy hits me, like, you're like, hey, we need to talk. I mean, just we, why? <laughs> like, tell me. Give me a quick synopsis of what we're talking about. Give me an overview. Like, and they never do. That's how yeah. I am. Like, I hate when somebody will be like, we need to talk. I got something to tell you, but then they don't tell me right then and there. Yeah, like, like what was the point? Just leave me alone. But they probably. I, but I do know. feel better when I say <laughs> we need to talk or I have something to say because at least I'm like, okay, I've released some of that some energy of it. Mm-hmm. out. Usually, when I just say 
I need to talk or we need to talk. It's me trying to process my thoughts before the conversation actually comes. Mm-hmm. Or it's just something I don't want to have through text or through a phone conversation because sometimes you need to be face-to-face with people right. to have certain conversations. Right. But men, I feel like, always just be like, oh, my God. Like, but is it ever really anything good? <laughs> like I'm trying to think back all the times I said we need to talk and I can't think of a time that it was something like yo we need to talk I you mean, know you really been making me happy lately <laughs> well no you're yeah. right you're right I, it's never been like that but sometimes I will I will say like I need to talk to you and it's not about them but it's about something that's going okay. on with me or true yeah. okay but then when they probe at that point you're like you're able to say like they're like well what's it about you're like oh you know it's about work school the kids you yeah, know I'm yeah. like well it's not about you Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think also, women, we use that as a little manipulative tool when we say (laughs) it. Like, we want them to be on edge. We want them to, like, we want some attention at the time. You know, we want to see if they care. We want to see if they're going to tell on themselves. Like, we're just Mm -hmm. really trying to figure it out. Because there's no need, really, or reason to say we need to talk when you can just talk to that person museum. Yeah. True. Unless you need a reminder. But you can set it on your iPhone. Like... (laughs) And we never need a reminder when we need to talk. Yeah. All right. So I have a scenario. All right. So you're talking to someone, right? And Mm -hmm. they've been kind of distant lately. So you have a conversation. They tell you, like, they're trying to get their life together, but they don't want to lose you. What do you do? Like, do you be patient or do you just put them on pause? Oh, so many things with like, like, what are they trying to get there? Like, many how? Things. Like, what's going on? I would feel away. Like, you many would? Things. Because if I don't know what's going on, that's, that's, I would feel away. Because yeah. mm-hmm. it's like, um, are you trying to get your life together because you got the bitches? Uh, right. Like, what the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Like, I, I don't that's know. That's my question too. Like, what? And why can't you talk to me while you get your life together? I mean, well, I can say that sometimes when I'm going through shit and it's like a lot of stuff weighing heavy on me, Mm -hmm. I kind of distance myself from people like because I'm just trying to process Mm -hmm. my feelings and my emotions and my thoughts. So it's like I kind of have to separate myself to think through whatever I'm going through and then I'll be back. Even if you feel like the guy is like maybe like your guy, like your person that you can like because I think in my mind like. Ideally, in the ideal world, like, the person that I'm dating or, like, mm-hmm. trying to date, like, they would be my person that I could, like, confide to and, mm-hmm. like, try to help me, like, process through things. And they could be, but if it's something kind of, like, new or you don't really know the yeah, person, that's true. like, I'm not going to. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm not going to dump my load on you. Yeah. I agree. I I respect it, I guess, like... Does that mean he's, like, ghosting on me until he come back around? That's my, like, what does that look like? That's what I'm saying. I have questions because I do understand that in trying to get yourself together, if I really like somebody, that mm-hmm. person can become a distraction for me. Mm-hmm. So the time that I need to be focused on other things, I might direct it towards that person. So I can see how it could be a distraction. Right. But then it's like... Do you want me to leave you alone? Are we going to try to just be just friends? Do so you- the way the story was presented to me was that, like, say the person doesn't, like, text you every day anymore or whatever, or, like, you hear from them here and there instead of... It used to be more often, now it's just here and there. You know what I say. You go a day without talking to me, just ease on down the road. You go... And if we go from talking every single, like, 
like every two hours and I only heard from you once a day, like that's going to have me tight too. The likelihood of me telling somebody like, you know, I'm trying to get my life together or I'm too busy or whatever the case mm-hmm. may be. I just don't want to talk to that person. Yeah. And I'm just trying mm-hmm. to let them down easy. I feel That's like how I feel too. I yeah. feel like if it's your person and you're really interested in that person and you want to get to know them even if it's new, I feel like whatever little bit of time that you may have, you'll try to give them some of that. Like mm-hmm. I was just having that conversation with my friend like okay, you're not able to talk to him at certain times, but for example, when you're laying down getting ready to go to sleep, that could be your opportunity to call him. Mm-hmm. The last voice you hear before you go to sleep, mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. And if that's your person, he'll appreciate it. Like, I know you're busy. I know you're trying to get yourself together. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate the time that you do give me, and we're going to make the most of it. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I Right. And it don't take much to send a text. Right. You're it right. It really don't. And then what happens if we get together, hypothetically, things go well, and you got to figure out life while we're together are you gonna like ghost on me for a little bit like hey you know I know we together but, <laughs> but uh, yeah I got some shit I gotta handle can we take a break right like, I mean I, my suggestion <clears throat> would be to go continue to live your life if it's meant to work out it'll work out but I wouldn't put my life on pause or uh-uh. just sit there and wait for that person to get themselves together I would still actively date and whatever happens happens you know what I mean right Mm-hmm. That's good advice, and you still single, so yeah. I'm yeah. actively date because that's just what Period. I'm gonna do. Like that's just fun. who I am. You think, you <laughs> like you think I'm about to be sitting at home being bored, wait four or five days go by, and I don't hear from you? Like I mean, I will, that? but I you ain't gonna know. <laughs> <laughs> you won't know. Yeah, yeah. Live your best single life. Period. All right. So this article, um, Brandy found on Exonico as well. Um, and the question is, what personality trait do you think get the most sex? Personality traits? Mm-hmm. <sighs> like, that was a good article. Like, would one of those personality traits be, like, cocky or confident? Is that one? Like, is that type of personality trait? Well. <sighs> or talkative? I mean, I don't I'll, know. I'll read what, what it said. Okay. The, okay. So it said, um, men who are emotionally stable extroverted, conscientious, and have a great personality ranked high for getting the most sex. Okay. Extroverted, I could definitely see. Yeah, I think extroverted was like the first one that they said. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, um... Emotionally stable, was it? Emotionally stable. Those men exist? (laughs) (laughs) Apparently. Um... I think they said men who are, maybe it was just general across the board for men and women, people who are typically unselfish in their everyday life are unselfish in the bedroom. Yes. Yep. I can um, see that. Yes. And then for women, they said women who are agreeable. <laughs> that pissed me off. <laughs> I'm like, really? Mm-hmm. Uh, women who take physical risk and they men like women who are shorter than them, just like we like men that are taller than us. I can see that. Um, sixty nine percent of men likes tattoos. Fifty nine percent likes body piercings on women, and then it said men. Uh, typically, men whose mom had them before thirty like older women. Hmm, interesting. That's very interesting. What I, I got from that was maybe be because maybe because you had the younger mom, like the more hip mom. You were like, yeah, I don't want that. Right? Yeah, just something different. Yeah. So okay, that was my thinking. I the see physical that. risk with women was like women who like to go ziplining and 
So like wow. stuff out, like go, that. Wow, yeah. bitches. Out, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Got you. Yeah. Okay. I can see that. Agreeable is funny. So I guess that's just someone that is just like goes with the flow. I mean, that's not hard. I think they said narcissists tend to have a lot of sex. That was my thing. Yeah, cocky, confident, all about them. Mm -hmm. Um, But guys, I mean, if you want to get laid more often, you need to be emotionally stable, please, extroverted, conscientious, and have a great personality. Be a good guy. Great personality is such a huge thing. Mm. A lot of people's personality. Sucks. So y'all crazy ass stalking ass niggas. <laughs> Sometimes they have good personalities though. They just got they that just one. They They're just, not emotionally stable. They're not, but they got a good personality. Like you don't know until you know. Like you know, like you don't piss them off. You may never know, right? Until that time, it's like now who you know in your driveway waiting for you, right? <laughs> personality is everything. Though. It really is. Definitely. But that is such a like a personality. Like what I like for. And the personality and what you like and you like, like maybe di- completely yeah, different. different. Yeah. So that's, but we know a dry personality when we see when one. When we see one. Definitely. Yeah. So I got this um, comfort zone post from Durrell. Um, he posted on his Instagram. Um, and it described like the different zones there's the comfort zone, the fear zone, the learning zone, and the growth zone. Which zone are we in? Mm hmm. I feel like I had to break mine up. Like, I feel like my love life, I'm in a comfort zone. Not taking any risk. I'm mm-hmm. not dating any. Like, I'm just by myself in that little <laughs> red part. And, but, like, my job, I feel like I'm, like, all the way the fuck out of my comfort zone completely. And I think that's why I've been so stressed mm-hmm. because I'm not in my comfort zone. Like, mm-hmm. it's just a lot of things going on. Like, um, I feel like my personal life, I'm in my comfort zone. I don't think I'm doing or anything other than work that is, like, pulling me away. But to be honest, I couldn't imagine having multiple parts of my life, like, out of my comfort zone at once. Mm-hmm. Because I think I would literally lose my fucking mind. Like, you know, like, I feel like I can only handle one thing being out my comfort zone. And then when I get comfortable with that, then I can maybe, like, get my love life. Like, I could not imagine, like, work beating my ass and then, like, me trying to, like, get my date on and, like, be actively dating. And then, like, also doing, like, yoga on Tuesday and, like... (laughs) horseback riding on Friday. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I gotta just, you know, play it safe on some shit. Yeah. Where y'all at? Um, I think I'm in between the fear and learning zone. I kind of got, like, one foot over here and one foot over there. Mm-hmm. With everything? Yes. Across the board? Yep. I think, I think I gotta break this up, too. So, I think, um, in my... Work life, I'm probably in my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think in my love life, I'm in my learning growth zone. Mm-hmm. And then I think in my personal life, just like my day-to-day, um, I might be like in a combination of all four. And it's like mm-hmm. all hitting me at once. And it's crazy that you put this post up because this is kind of like what the word was about on Sunday and I literally had a breakdown like mm. about 
all of that. Mm-hmm. So it it this made me think when you sent it to me. I was like, wow, that's interesting. So yeah, because like I I feel like I'm in a battle right now between like being complacent mm-hmm. and then striving for more. Mm-hmm. So, but I won't get all into the spiritual part of that. But that's where I kind of feel like I'm at with a lot of things is like okay i'm cool i'm not in a bad space i'm doing okay i'm doing well mm-hmm. but i don't want to sit and get complacent in that because i know my potential is so much greater so right right yeah interesting so if you guys didn't see the post um your comfort zone which is the red zone it says uh feel safe and in control the fear zone um says lack self-confidence finds excuses and affected by others opinions the learning zone is deal with challenges and problems acquire new skills extend your comfort zone and the growth zone says find purpose live dreams set new goals and conquer objectives so this kind of reminded me of that book that i sent y'all the Mm -hmm. the mastery of love Mm -hmm. and it was talking about how like as kids we learned that People's, other people's opinions are important to us mm-hmm. and how other opinions like they rule us and how um, we like to hear other people's opinions because we're domesticated. But they can also we can also be manipulated by it mm-hmm. because, you know, we care about what other people think and we want to be accepted by other people. And mm-hmm. even if like people's opinions aren't true we still care like you know when people be like oh you're ugly or i don't like this i don't like that mm-hmm. like we still care and then we start believing those things like it's a good book man y'all gotta read it i was um that sounds good i had went to the bookstore this weekend and i was trying to find it but the bookstore i went to was like so big mm-hmm. it was like 32 rooms it's a book maze so I was like, oh, that's dope. I'm not even about to yeah. right. try. So I was like, I'm going to just go to Barnes & Noble. You can, you can ask nobody. It was one of those I things that like, you got to find. But it was like, it was one of those, it was like find tight it. squeeze. It's in Grandview. And it's called The Book Loft. And oh, it's literally like you're going upstairs, downstairs. That's it's literally dope. like a maze. Like mm-hmm. some rooms, you it's only one way in, one way out. And it was just like Overwhelming. so many books. And yeah. I was just like, yeah. my anxiety. That's probably one of those places where you just got to go through and find a book. Yeah. As I literally going was through. just going through just looking at this like what the category was for the book types and I'm like picking up little things and just putting them back. Yeah. So overwhelming. There's yeah. two books after that one too that I'll send to you that I heard are really, really good. So yeah. I've been trying to find I looked at the library, I had to put them on hold. Yeah. I need so. to start reading. I feel like it'll help me like decompress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And make me like it'll also like give some positivity to mm-hmm. you know like yeah. I feel like books be doing it. Like, mm-hmm. like you know it's okay that you it's okay that you know life kicked you in the ass today but there's always tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you know so I can yeah. appreciate that. Speaking of um decompressing I was thinking about taking my TV out my room. Oh. Okay. Um so then that way when I'm in my room like that's my my mm-hmm. space. Like that's my place where i can just zone out Mm -hmm. and balance myself meditate without my tv so that's a good idea i'm not a tv person i'm a music person yeah so sometimes i only times i watch tv because i live alone is so i don't feel like i'm (laughs) constantly alone so i think like lately i've been watching it more than others since i've been working from home so it's like i feel like i have my tv on for sound a lot of the times, yeah. like I, it has a timer, so it goes off on its own at night. Yeah. So I usually just cut it on at night, and that's yeah, yeah. that's what it feels like when you just yeah. lonely. 
It's just so quiet. <laughs> right. It's just like, who is? It's who's here? <laughs> but yeah. All right. So I've had this post on my phone for a while. Um, and I thought it was just the perfect day to put it on the outline. Um, it was a post uh, about Will Smith and Jada Smith. Um, it says, so he has a video that says, her happiness is not my responsibility. She should be happy and I should be happy as an individual. Then we come together and share our happiness. Giving someone a responsibility to make you happy when you can't do it for yourself is selfish. Do we agree? Absolutely. 100%. Definitely. I love that. I actually have this screenshot as well um, in my phone, too, because I was like, that's so real. Like, I don't think I realized that until this year. Mm-hmm. Maybe late last year but you know usually when you're in a relationship you're you're expecting that people think that that other person is supposed to make you happy and vice mm-hmm. versa so when something goes wrong they control your happiness <sighs> like Jesus referring back to the book again it was a story in there about a man who didn't believe in love and um basically he he kept telling everybody like love doesn't exist and he finally like met this woman who was individually happy he was individually happy whatever anyways they lived like a great life and then one day the story says like he found the star the star came down and he was so excited he couldn't wait to give it to her the next day he gave it to her and she dropped it and it broke into pieces and um it was saying that it says, no matter how much the woman loved him, she could never make him happy because she can never know what, what he has in his mind. She can never know what the ex- that his expectations are because she cannot know his dreams. If you take your happiness and put it in someone else's hands, sooner or later, they're going to break it. If you give your happiness to someone else, they can also take it away. Um, then if happiness can only come from inside you and a result of your love, you are responsible for your own happiness. We can never make anyone responsible for our own happiness, but when we go to church to get married, the first thing we do is exchange rings. We put our stars in each other's hands, expecting that she is going to make you happy and you're going to make her happy. It doesn't matter how much you love someone, you are never going to be what that person wants you to be. Mm. I think that's true. I think that's so true. I think... Like any kind of relationship, you should always look at it as a add on to what's already whole. Like you should mm-hmm. never look at anyone to like complete you, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or like people. I remember having this conversation with someone. I may may have mentioned it on the show before, but like the whole unconditional love thing. Like telling, I think I have mentioned this before. Mm-hmm. Like I can tell you all of the things. Like why do you love me? You know what I mean? I think I, I told y'all that. And it's like, if I can tell you why I love you, it kind of puts a condition factor on it. Because mm-hmm. I'm telling you, I love you because you do X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. So if you stop doing those things, if you stop doing those things, is I, do I pull my love back? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So I do think you it's literally two people need to come together as whole people and add on to mm-hmm. each other. Right. Yeah. yeah, I think I think that's important, too. And I like going back to what you said about, like, why do you love someone? I have always said, like, when I love people, um, of course, this is what I do. Um, I don't love them for what they do. 
um, I love them for who they are. Like, mm-hmm. you know who they yeah. are as a person. Like, because what you do can always change. Like, yeah. you know, you may not always bring me roses or you may not always open the door. You may not mm-hmm. always do X, Y, and Z, but who you are is like who you are. And like, mm-hmm. when I love people, I love them for who they are. I need to start learning to love them for both because it's a balance. <laughs> you know, you can't love someone for who they are and they don't do none of the shit that they need to do to, you know. Yeah to keep your love going but I, I think that's important and I think it's like really that, like Daryl that was like really a good um, thing that you had mentioned like because I think when we depend on other people for our happiness <clears throat> well let me let me go back I feel like it's good to be happy by yourself first because when people come in and disrupt that you're able to retreat and be like okay no you're fucking with my solitude, right. you know, mm-hmm. because I think sometimes we get in these situations where even though it's a toxic relationship and we're not like the happiest with it, we have those happy moments mm-hmm. still. Yeah. And like when you are not happy on your own, those happy moments are something that you wouldn't get. Right. You know, even right. if it comes with a whole bunch of bullshit, even if it's only 20 percent of happy times and 80 percent of bullshit, you're still like that 20 percent is everything because. Mm-hmm you're not happy with yourself. And I think when you're happy with yourself, you're just appreciate your solitude and you just, it's, it's peaceful. Like you, you won't let people disrupt your peace because you know what it's like to have it. So, yeah. And people do need to add, it needs to like, I'm not asking for someone to make me happy, just happier. And yeah, I was gonna or say, not take away from it. Yes, but yeah. that's exactly you know? what I was going to say. I don't think it's a matter of like, coming at people like, oh, there's nothing you can do to make me happy because I'm just happy already. <laughs> right, like, right. But when you have that awareness, it's like, the things that you do that I don't like aren't going to be detrimental. Like it's not mm-hmm. going to be the end all be all right. because mm-hmm. I'm solely relying on you mm-hmm. for this euphoric feeling. Like, yeah. no, I'm able to do it myself. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's why when some people leave a situation or like they're not being treated right, they feel like it's the end of the world and they don't know how to mm-hmm. live without this person mm-hmm. because they're depending on them so much. Like, yeah. Yeah. I want to get to a place where, like, when I walk away, I'm good emotionally, mm-hmm. like, period. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's going to hurt because something ended, but it's like, I'm cool. Like, my happiness my happiness will continue to grow because I'm happy by myself. Like, right. That's, that's the point I want to get to. I was telling my best friend, I was like, from now on, I just want to date people. And the moment that I'm unhappy for like a month straight in the situation, because I realize like you're not like you got your ups and downs. Even when right. you're by yourself, you got your ups, ups and, and downs. downs. Right. But I'm like, the moment I feel like I think 30 days is a good marker, maybe less, honestly. But the moment I hit where I feel like I've been unhappy just day 30, I may be like, you know what? Pack up my shit and leave. Yeah. And just be like, thank you for the experience. It was really great <laughs> knowing you. <laughs> but I'm out. Like, um, what's her name? Yvonne Orji, the girl from Insecure Molly. Like, her and her boyfriend broke up and she was on a podcast and she was like, I'm happy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I'm good. You know, And that is a good feeling to have. Oh to gosh. be able to leave a situation so, mm-hmm. and not feel weighed down mm-hmm. or depressed about it. And it's like, things didn't work out and that's cool. I don't wish no bad on that person. I hope they don't wish no bad on me. But I'm moving forward. Yeah. Right. It's too much pressure for people to rely on you to make them 
happier. Like, I don't want that responsibility. Mm-mm. You know right. what I'm saying? Because it's just too much. Because like, there's going to be some days, like, even if I may overall be a happy person and I found my happiness, it's still the pursuit of happiness. So there's going to be some days where I can't make you happy because, fuck, I'm not I'm happy. not happy, right. Or I'm not okay today. Like, today's not a good day for me. So I can't be, I can't always be the one to bring light up your your world i don't want to make it lighter but i can't you know right yeah i can't be the source so yeah i think that's the major problem just everybody learning to know who they are individually and then coming together Mm -hmm. with somebody with somebody so i don't know man Jada and Will, I just feel like they have a lot of the answers. <laughs> like, no, they, honestly. They do, and do it's so dope <laughs> that they have the answers. Like, they, they're able, like, I think this is what happens when you just get with someone who's, like, open-minded, mm-hmm. who is, like, you know, not, I'm sure they have their stubborn ways, but, you know, just open-minded, willing to learn, like, because I'm sure one of them comes up with this idea mm-hmm. and shares with the other, and they're like, I never thought of it like this. Yeah. Let's try to employ this in our life. Like, I feel like they are literally, like, their relationship just keeps getting better and right. better, and they unlock new levels, and that's dope to me. And I think that's why people think, like, all these crazy things about them, because it's so foreign to us mm-hmm. to have that level of relationship with somebody. And she says all the time on the show how they did the work, and she literally just got to this place within the last three or four years she's 47 wow Wow. like she said her life was like came crashing down when she turned 40 when she had her 40th birthday she realized how unhappy she was and since then they've been doing the work and that's what Mm -hmm. i think people think it's just supposed to be like Mm -hmm. you're it you're gonna make me happy that's it like Mm -mm. there's nothing else to it and they feel like there's no work involved yeah so I, i i feel like they're a good blueprint they are definitely yeah. and that's why the book is such a good read to me because it talks a lot about like just life from growing up and then falling in love and meeting somebody because it talks a lot about like fear and how that's really not normal we we've been taught that this is normal fear is normal but it's really not like, mm-hmm. i don't know y'all gotta read it it's so good i know i i think i'm gonna get it because i need to yeah I'm gonna go uh, and tomorrow. books are a good escape they are they're a good escape. All right. So the last thing we have on here, um, a Columbus police officer um, is facing federal charges of depriving victims of their constitutional rights by kidnapping the victims under the guise, right, mm-hmm. of an arrest and forcing them to engage in sex for their freedom. You, did y'all watch the news report? I didn't watch it. Mm-mm. I just read through the report. So the officer has been on the police force since 1988. Um, he just was promoted to... Um, I can't remember the official um, position, but I think it's like the drugs unit, like a tactical mm-hmm. force. Um, mm-hmm. And he was making these arrests of these women and taking them to different locations separately. And one woman, they said, he made her perform oral sex on him before he let her go. The other one, he vaginally raped. And then the third one, no. And then the first one, he got arrested a second time and then sodomized her. Mm-hmm. Um, 
before he let her go. And they said when he joined this, when he was promoted in 2017, he's only been in this position since 2017. When he was promoted to this position, I think they said it was like March Mm -hmm. of 2017, and he got his first infraction in June of 2017. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, um... Of course, he's pleading not guilty. Mm-hmm. They arrested him in the police parking lot. Um, it's just, Did it say how this information came out? That's what I was wondering. Did the woman, like, kudos to the woman if they were brave enough to come forward, you know? Um, I think they did, and I just don't remember exactly what mm-hmm. was said. Um, I think there was some maybe some kind of investigation going on, like a internal mm-hmm. investigation mm-hmm. either in the department or against him mm-hmm. and then all of the other information came out and then they were encouraging if there was any other victims to come forward but I, I it's disgusting like I couldn't imagine like it kind of like does something to me just thinking of the possibility of getting pulled over and because you, at this point you don't know like you're going to probably do whatever they say because you they could plant drugs on you they could say you were right. doing this they could say you were you know like there's so many different like it's you against them like yeah. and you know how that has that goes you know so especially being a woman of color like for myself and you guys like i don't know why i just said for myself like y'all white but <laughs> <laughs> but like i could like you're gonna do probably whatever they whatever is asked of you because you Listen, you just don't know you're gonna have to take me out <laughs> you don't know. I'm afraid of jail, y'all. I don't know. Fuck around, be like, yeah, she's. I ain't a going co- to jail, and I'm not sucking your dick. Just take me out this world. Like, <laughs> take I'm you out the not, game. I'm not going. That's sad. I'm trying to look at the article. Um, Were they picked up on like driving infractions? No, I think it was like drug bust. I should just play the clip while I'm, while we sitting here. Oh, it's drug bust. That's yeah, That's it, why they probably because I mean you know. It ain't no speeding <clears throat> ticket. Now, I ain't doing no shit like that for no fucking speeding ticket. But. <laughs> yeah, it's witness tampering. He's been charged with witness tampering. Um, three counts of deprivation of rights under color of law. Two counts of. Uh, wait, two counts of witness tampering. One count of witness tampering and one count of making false statements. So I think it's like each individual victim. He's being charged with something for each individual victim. It doesn't. Mm, it doesn't say what force he was on, but I think it was like a, a some kind of tactical unit, like drug charges and stuff like that. Mm. But um, his name is Andrew Mitchell. Mm. Oh, okay. This is what happened. There was a he was involved in a shooting death of someone in 2018. Oh wow! Um, during an alleged pro- prostitution sting. And that's how all of this came about. They were investigating him for that shooting, and then all of this wow. other stuff came out. Um, <sighs> so, like, can they, I guess I'm assuming they have to do, like, psychological evaluation, psychiatric. I'm assuming to be a police officer, you have to do that. Because there has to be some way that we can come up to vet these men a little bit more deeper than this. Because you've given these people all this power it really, you don't have to have any kind of formal training to be a police officer. Except for the little, um, the not the little, but their nine-week program, yep. right? The police academy. Yep. Wow. That's it. And that's really just about probably physical strength, like endurance, like yeah, running endurance and all that. And then I'm sure like yeah. they do shooting. They teach Some you how to shoot. Training. Yeah, shoot. Yeah, like shooting. I and they say probably, training, yeah. Yeah. 
I don't think you have to have any kind of prior to no kind of. But I, was, I wonder, do they make you do like a lot of t- like I'm just the ha- like I'm gonna have to Google because. I would think like you have to, you need to be able to do a full psychological on somebody. Yeah, I think I think when it or comes present to like some the sort of FBI, records. Right. they do like those crazy extensive right. backgrounds. But for city police, I don't think they do any of that. And that's a conversation I was having with a friend. Like the police are policing our neighborhoods, but they have no kind of training prior to the areas like they're not required to volunteer they're not required to do anything to kind of get to know the areas that they're going to be policing or any of that but i don't i honestly don't think that they do any of that when somebody joins the police force i think they probably do a background check to see if you've been convicted of crimes like a regular job they should i'm looking now and it looks like um you need a basic abilities test a thorough background investigation, which really doesn't mean anything. A credit check, which means absolutely nothing. nothing. Um, a polygraph exam, which to me really doesn't mean anything either, because I'm Depending sure you can't ask yeah. hypothetical questions. Right. Like, would you, you know, I'm sure you just got to ask about if you've killed right. somebody, you know, stuff like that. I'm, I don't know. Yeah. Don't get me lying. And um, physical abilities test and a medical screening. Hmm. So I don't see. I see that some possibly may use that. But to me, like, I feel like that is like, and I mean like an in-depth psychological, psychiatric evaluation and like put them in, I don't know, stimulation situations, something. Stimulation situations based on like race, women. Women or like. And make it so real to where you could get somebody's reaction before they are even able to think about what they should do versus what they would actually do, you know? Right. Because it's just, you can't give someone a badge and a gun and they don't have the and mental capacity. Me like, what was he doing before he got to this point in his career? Like, did he have any infractions, any complaints against him in the 30 years he's to. been on the force? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just crazy. And it makes you just feel really unsafe. Because that was where my mind went to when you first sent the article. Like, I was like, I just thank God I've never really been pulled over right. in like a dark area at night or anything <sighs> Like that, like I just don't even know what I would do. No, like how sick do you have to be to do that to somebody, and that person has to live with that trauma for the rest of their life. Right. Hopefully, um, nowhere is safe. The police ain't safe. The schools ain't, ain't safe. Nothing. The job, no, nothing. No, like no. How do you prepare your kids for this shit? Like that's the crazy thing. Because mm. like we're we're managing through, but then I feel like the world is only getting crazier so mm-hmm. now you have to equip your child your children with skills and tools to where they're able to you know yeah. right maneuver successfully i mean uchile. yeah can we end on a lighter note yeah <laughs> please i was going to but i figure we can get some of the other stuff out the way, out the way. i yeah. thought she's gonna have to leave early yeah but we can let end on a lighter note i don't know I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of some crazy. I mean, it looked like, did y'all see Ariana and Big Sean was spotted? I don't like it. Can we just. <laughs> was right. that, is that a positive note? <laughs> Let, yeah. I don't like it. It ain't deep, but it ain't positive. I it ain't, ain't feeling deep, it. But it ain't... I don't like it either. I ain't feeling I it. I mean, him and old girl been broken up for a while, but still, like, it just seems messy as fuck. Going back to your ex is messy. It's just like she came out with the 
the couple of songs. Yeah, they was talking about that, and it was a, a lyric where she said something like "Leave your girl" or yeah, it's break up I'm with bored. your uh, girl. I'm bored, but then remember sh- the thank you next. She she put he can still get it. Yeah. Although I I don't want to risk it off for Big Sean anymore because I don't like this whole thing. But I was willing to risk it off for him when he was with Janae. Although I love her, <laughs> I'm riding with Janae. I don't like the fact that they back talking. I mean, I if it don't work, it. it don't work. You can't be locked down to one person. I just feel like Whatever. Big Sean <laughs> and Ariana both got some fucking mental issues. They probably, yeah. They just... They are. I uh, just want her to take her hair uh, out that ponytail. Period. She's not. That's her She's thing. a child. <laughs> so this is a little bit funnier. <laughs> a little bit. Okay. <laughs> so for like, this is a hypothetical situation, and this is a light, funny note to end on. So for like almost a year now, I've been um, having sex with this guy occasionally, like maybe once every couple weeks. It's very casual, but we text sexy sometimes too. Um, he's super fine, nice, and good in bed and all that, but I have no idea what his name is. And <laughs> now I'm in way too deep to ever find out. I also don't care about his name, but still. <laughs> so the, a, her, a girl sent this to her homegirl, like, help, help. And people were like, so, like, what do you do? She's like, she's like, I never saved his number in the beginning. And then, like, it just continued to progress on. So it's like, how can I find out what his name is? And it was like, I don't say his name, you know, during sex. So I have, like, some other little kinky nicknames. And, I mean, you can really have a conversation with someone for a very long time, especially if it's intimate and Refer to him as like babe, even if it ain't like that, like babe, boo, you know. So do they literally only link just to have sex? Yeah, and they se- and oh, they text okay. from time to time. Okay, and they text, yeah. Okay. He don't got social media, <laughs> right? No, right. but then it's page. like, what do you wish him? I mean. I don't know what I would do. You do he sleep over when they have sex? That's what I would like. I probably would just say get his wallet. That's what I would try to yes. do. I know. <laughs> It's probably easier to happen than when we're making it. If I want to find somebody for real, for real, I usually figure out who they hang around, search them on Facebook, search mm. their friends. Yes. Then find a person. That's a good way. Yeah. Do some, I feel like you can just do some little quick digging on social media. Yeah. Hopefully he has social media, but you may not even know his friends if you just casually like you, link you it. You're going to have to get the wallet. You're going to have to definitely get the wallet. Get or, his license. Well, or go to his place. The car got to oh. be in here. I was about to say, get his license plate. Right. The license plate. Something. If he ain't got a lock on his phone, go to his um credit card information. Yeah. Get his name that way. Ask for maybe, like, hey, I want to email you something. Because usually or names, go out to eat. Well, I, he could use cash. But and they may the not be is, going out to eat because they. Skip Trace's name. Or not Skip Trace's name. Skip Trace's phone number. Oh, yeah. Because you got his phone number. That is true. Skip Trace's phone number. And I know we think it's cool, but it's in 2019. Just start storing motherfuckers' phone numbers. Numbers, yeah. Yeah. I had to start doing that. Cause yeah. I, I, usually, I, don't, yeah. I just don't like looking at a whole bunch of numbers. numbers yeah. But I do it now because it's because I will forget somebody's name. It's yeah. easy to happen. Yeah. It's so easy. Like, who are you? Especially meet him, drunk night, whatever. But yeah. <laughs> Hopefully she finds out what his name is. Yeah, I... Social media, it's easy to not, it's easy to forget to ask somebody's name. Mm-hmm. Like, I've had people email me, or not email me, Lord Jesus, um, <laughs> DM me, and it'll be a whole conversation. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, well, they that? may ask me out or something like that. Well, wait, can we back up? 
Hi, I'm Brandy. Right. Like, mm-hmm. Right. What's your name? What's your name? <laughs> you ain't shooting up Bang Bang 614. Like, what's your real name? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, what's your real name? Yeah. I never, yeah. I mean, my name is in my social media, so I just, but sometimes you, your name ain't on the social media. Yeah, your name media, ain't like, on right. there, yeah. Yeah. See? Oof. Ass names, y'all. Ass names save numbers. Y'all ain't too good. <laughs> Since we're speaking of social media, right, I want to ask this quick question. It says, do you watch a person uh, you're interested in for a little while and get a feel for their energy before you approach them, or do you just follow and DM right away? I like to figure out the energy. Yeah. And I love, like, with the story, the story option really lets you know where people's mind is at, or at least where they want you to think their mind is at. Mm -hmm. You know? So I, I, I definitely like to... Peep the sand. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta dig. I gotta look through your social. Media. Oh yeah, I'm digging through your page, definitely. And I also want to see what you're doing from when I follow you. And you know, like right. I just want to see how you move. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking at your page. Because everything I'm that glitter and go, I'm like, looking at your tag photos. I'm gonna go find your Facebook. I'm, I'm gonna check reading all your comments. I'm going back to 2013. You got a record. Yeah, I'm going back to 2013. I'm checking marriage licenses. I'm gonna see if you own any type of property. I'm gonna go through it all. Because I yeah. need to know. Period. Yeah. And I'm sending it to the homegirls so they can tell me. Right. Anybody know this man? Yeah, like y'all know him. <laughs> y'all know I'm good for that. Right. <laughs> Okay, we can end there. All right. Well, see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.